Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. We're coming to the end of Luke chapter 16 today, starting in verse 19. Jesus said, There was a certain rich man who was splendidly clothed in purple and fine linen who had lived in each day in luxury. At his gate lay a poor man named Lazarus who was covered with sores. As Lazarus lay there longing for scraps from the rich man's table, the dogs would come and lick his open sores. Finally, the poor man died, and he was carried by the angels to sit beside Abraham at the heavenly banquet. The rich man also died and was buried, and he went to the place of the dead. There, in torment, he saw Abraham in the far distance with Lazarus at his side. The rich man shouted, Father Abraham, have some pity. Send Lazarus over here to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. I am in anguish in these flames. But Abraham said to him, Son, remember that during your lifetime you had everything you wanted, and Lazarus had nothing. So now he is here being comforted, and you are in anguish. And besides, there is a great chasm separating us. No one can cross over to you from here, and no one can cross over to us from there. Then the rich man said, Please, Father Abraham, at least send him to my father's home. For I have five brothers, and I want him to warn them so they don't end up in this place of torment. But Abraham said, Moses and the prophets have warned them. Your brothers can read what they wrote. The rich man replied, No, Father Abraham, but if someone is sent to them from the dead, then they will repent of their sins and turn to God. But Abraham said, If they won't listen to Moses and the prophets, they won't be persuaded, even if someone rises from the dead. Again, we have to remind ourselves of what Jesus is has been teaching about in this chapter. And as we've been looking at his teachings on generosity and using the gifts that God has given to us, we have to remind ourselves again that in the Pharisees' minds, their mindset is that their wealth is an indication of rewards from God for living a good and pleasing lifestyle. And in this parable of the rich man and Lazarus, Jesus immediately points out that wealth has nothing to do with God's favor. Jesus is setting up a drastic contrast here between this rich man, who we never learned the name of, and this man, Lazarus. And it's just a coincidence of this man's name. It's not the Lazarus that is talked about later in John's gospel, which we will get to in a few episodes here. But Jesus, as he's setting this up in a drastic contrast, in a way he's having his listeners pick a side to empathize with. Who do you empathize with? Who do you sympathize with? Who do you want to be like? It's not a hard choice, right, between this rich man or Lazarus, at least initially, right? Because we have this guy who lives in luxury or this other guy who lives at his gate, this guy who lives in a mansion or the homeless man who is outside his door, the guy who is starving or the guy who has an incredible amount of food, the guy who is clothed with fine linens and in, in, in purple, right? And purple is a royal color. It is a color that is difficult to find when it comes to clothes, which is kind of significant that Jesus says he's clothed splendidly in purple and fine linen. Do you want to be like that guy? Or do you want to be like the guy who has dogs licking his open sores, right? Obviously, we're going to empathize and, and side with this rich man, right? Even though we're not rich, we're, we're certainly not this bad. Both die in this parable. And what do you suspect happens? In Jesus' parable, here's the shocking element, right? The guy who was poor winds up in utter luxury, right? In, in the final and ultimate kingdom. He is sitting at the side of Abraham enjoying this heavenly banquet. Meanwhile, this rich man is in a place of torment. He is in the place of the dead. 
a place of incredible suffering and pain. And we see that with the request of Lazarus somehow coming over and even just giving him just a little sip of water to ease his thirst. There is no way to bridge this chasm once judgment has been declared, as indicated by the statement Abraham makes. Now, Jesus is using this parable again to show us the point of generosity, to show us that God has given us different things in order to bless and provide for other people. He's also giving us, I think, a little bit of a hint of a little bit of a subtle hint about the spiritual condition that his listeners are in. Because what we have here is this man, this rich man, who's just begging for some kind of warning to go to his his brothers, to the rest of his family who is still alive. Like, I don't want you, I don't want them to be here. Right? The idea that Jesus is getting at is for us to take care of our affairs with God while we still can. And that means living in obedience with him. And in living in obedience, that means being generous with the things that he's given to us. So we see the line of thought that Jesus is getting these people to understand. There's also this subtle hinting to the unbelief of the Pharisee in all of this, where they have read the law and the prophets, which we recognize as the Old Testament. They have read everything that has been written regarding the coming of the Messiah. They've missed still the greater message, and they are currently missing the Messiah who is right in front of them, the one who fulfills all of these prophecies. And as they miss all of the signs and miracles confirming at the very least that he is a man of God, they continue to miss this message uh, that is given to them from Moses and the prophets. And even beyond that, right, he gets to the point where he says, if they won't even listen to Moses and the prophets, having somebody rise from the dead isn't going to impress them. It's not going to shock them into belief. And I will encourage you to go back and review, especially the second half of season one in this podcast series in the book of Acts, because the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the rest of the Jewish people don't believe even with Jesus rising from the dead. So I think we get a little bit of a hint of Jesus knowing what's going to happen here in the near future when it comes to their spiritual condition. For us here today, though, as we look at this, it's left for us to consider all that God has given you. How can you be a better steward with what God has given you? And how can you be more generous with the things that you have? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.